What's up, podcast? Welcome back to episode I Don't Know What. We're here joined with big time YouTuber, joining us from over uh, over across the pond in Europe, Trey Bola o- Bailey OP. You got like two names here, which is the first yeah. thing I want to dive into. Say what's up and then give me the origin story of your name. All right. My name, sorry for the back of my voice. My name is a really edgy Xbox Live name, okay? 2012, I was 12. All my friends were like, haha, it's funny to have an edgy name, right? My last mm-hmm. name's Bailey, and they're like, why don't you make your name Ebola Bailey? Because it's, so, it's sort of, the B is pronounced in Ebola, right? So right. it's like Ebola Bailey, it's near alliteration, and uh-huh. it's my Xbox Live name, then it became my Twitter name, then it became my class round name when I first started, and I'm trying to get rid of it, if I'm honest, but here <laughs> <Okay>. you are. <laughs> here I am, that's the first thing I ask it, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> so Bailey OP is the, the shift? We'll stick that one, yeah. Okay, Bailey OP, so it started with Ebola and shit, got it. Okay, that's actually good, that's a good origin story. Yeah. A lot of people, here, I'm gonna turn this on myself already, here we fucking go, Rose, <laughs> you know, here's the ego. We're shooting ourselves in the foot. Well, here we go, so my origin story, if I'm gonna make this about myself here for a second, because I actually did get this question fairly recently a couple times, so I just figured I might as well just throw it all out there so that way everyone knows, but my origin story is my last name is Rose, and you know the Rose, like Rose, like the wine, it's spelled yeah. R-O-S-E with the little line above it, that's pronounced Rose, so you know, so in like high school or something someone called me like hey rose and then you know here we are <laughs> so that's that's how i got my name so a little bit different than yours but equally yeah, as as answer. interesting but, but yeah that's so. actually really interesting because i was watching recent more recently i was re-watching your podcast with kfc and you said it and i was like he pronounces it like the wine and it's really confusing i actually thought that and now you said it i'm like wow that's I- it that's <laughs> it right there yeah, I, I've actually got like a DM literally yesterday. That some guy thought my first name was Rose. I was like, what? I don't even think that's a name, but it'd be a very cool name. Though. Yeah, you're damn right, I'd it would be. It. So yeah, Bailey's no, that... actually my last name. I don't know if I said it just now, but that's yeah, where yeah. Bailey comes from. And yeah, the OP makes a lot is sense. just, you know, when you make a YouTube account and it asks you for two names, mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to be called Bailey, but it wouldn't let me have that. So I was like, I would you put OP on there? It doesn't even mean anything. Yep. No, I, I get it. My YouTube because I wanted Rose to be my YouTube name, but it, now it's Rose mm-hmm. CR because you know you need a first go. name and a last name. They don't yep. let you. Th- <sighs> YouTube man, I don't know. I, I thought they would give me that permission that once I hit like 10k or 20k, but I mean you're at 20k, so apparently I don't give a fuck until you're at like 10 million or some shit. But okay, anywho's, <laughs> so you are primarily a YouTuber, correct? Uh, yes. It's perfect. Just, it's so much more efficient for time, I find. Oh my god, you have no idea. I'm a Twitch streamer and I'm on that boat. I'm starting to do daily uploads though, because I see the potential. A, because the Clash Royale audience is mostly on YouTube anyways. Yeah. But B, true. it's like so efficient, dude. Like you post a video and then you get a shit ton of views and you're just like sleeping. Mm. Stre- yeah. Like streaming, on the other hand, I don't know if you've ever tried streaming like kind of hardcore or anything like that, I but it's so time consuming. Yeah. You, you stream? Uh, well, I, I started with it and then I did YouTube and streaming. Then I was like, I'm just going to quit streaming and do YouTube. I, I do like occasional streams now, like with the, um, the Pekka remote thing. I've streamed a ton of those, but yeah, I, I actually started with streaming. So I know what you're talking about. It's oh horrible. God. Yeah. It's grindy, which is it, for me, it's like my core audience. So I can't abandon it completely. Mm-hmm. And my YouTube audience isn't exactly as stacked as yours, which by the way, this Pekka emote thing, did that like shoot you up by like 10 K <laughs> subs or something ridiculous? 7 K in like a week. Yes. It's been insane. That's fucking insane. I know. <laughs> ah, I'm so jealous, man. Because I'm like... I would. So yeah. those of you guys that don't know, in the Supercell Creators program, there's like tiers, right? And I'm like the lowest tier. They don't give a fuck about me. And I'm like <laughs> on the borderline of being promoted to the next tier, which is like 10K followers or subs between Twitch and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And 
A, I'm like at 9,000 something, but B, their little API thing that they use to calculate your numbers, it doesn't update. So for oh, me, no. it says that I'm at like 8,000. And then yeah. I tried to refresh it by like unsyncing my accounts and then resyncing them. And now it won't let me connect my YouTube, so I'm even farther <laughs> in the hole. And I tried asking them, like, hey, yo, can anyone help? What's going on here? Can, can I reconnect this shit? They don't answer. So I'm sitting here, like, mm, I'm, like, stirring on this because, uh, you know, I'm trying to get, like, perks. Like, yeah. if I could run those tournaments, I'd be doing, like, nine a day just oh, milking this. Well, because obviously you get, it's like you get a, a limit. You can only do a five in total. But oh, even really? that, yeah. Um, well, they upped it to ten, but initially it was five. Um, oh. But even that is insane. I had... Um, so before I did all of those, when I did any stream, my highest ever views were like 150 on a like on a live stream. We got up to like 1,500 in a stream just because people wanted that emote. It was That's so ridiculous. I know. And you said you gained 7k subs on YouTube just from that uh, alone, pretty much. But that also doesn't take into account Twitter and you know Twitch or you know all the, all the other platforms. And then as you gain more subs, that obviously transitions into more views and more views is better for the algorithm so then you get pushed to, it's just like it compounds yeah. and then next thing you know like that one event just skyrockets you to the next level yeah. or the next you know have you have you noticed i don't know how many videos you've uploaded since have you noticed like a, a difference in views or engagement or anything like that with your videos yeah. it's only like, been a short time pretty much doubled in views since that event like my my vi my views obviously with the content i do the views that i get are really weird so one video might pop off and it might my highest ever video is like 150k i think mm -hmm. somewhere around there um but some of them might just stay like you know under a thousand so it depends on the top of uncovering but pretty much before the event i'd say 1000 views was like my minimum it's like 2000 now so it's pretty much doubled that's so great and supercell <laughs> i dude fuck supercell if you're listening i love you guys so much let me in the program please i will literally kiss your feet and your toes I, I want to, dude. I want to do Is shit like that, that so bad. <laughs> yes, yes, it's yeah. worth that. It, once you're, you, dude, if you were on my end where you're just like, because I want to jump to the next level, but I'm just like, no, I've, like obviously fuck. I was there not too long ago. Like they had the creator program before they made it public, and that was always like my goal because when like a new car comes out, I'll spend you know like the next seventy-two hours working on a strategy video for that card, mm -hmm. and to me it's like. If I just had a dev build, my life is so much easier because I oh have to stress God. for those three days and I can just get out on release. Especially so that was the kind of videos like, you make, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, so that was always like sort of my mini goal was to get into that program, but then they made it public and yeah. <laughs> now everyone's in it and it doesn't mean shit, yeah. but no, like especially with the tier I, the, dude, with the tier yeah. I'm in, I don't even know what it's called, like swords or shit, no, I don't know, something, whatever bolts, I think maybe, I don't know, <laughs> whatever tier I'm in, like it literally means nothing, we're in a discord and nothing happens, nobody answers my questions, I, I would no take contact. it as like, at least they know you exist, right, maybe not uh, in theory, in theory, yeah, Seth like, responded to one of my tweets the other day, so that was good. There you go. he was I was talking about, uh, I wanted to make sure he was stocked up on toilet paper, and then he was telling me about how he, eat, he eats 4,000 saltine crackers and doesn't need toilet paper. That. So, yeah. yeah, so that was exciting. So at least I'm on his radar. I don't know if that's a good topic to be on his radar about, but we're there. We're on the on radar. radar regarding toilet papers. Yeah, but that's the thing, man, because like Supercell loves family-friendly creators, which I'm assuming you are. You don't swear, nothing like that, nothing too edgy. With my content, like, it'd be hard for me to swear. Like, when I stream, right. yes. But when I script something, like, forcing in a swear always feels so wrong. It feels right. like I'm just trying to be edgy, you know? Whereas mm -hmm. I'm trying to drop that. <laughs> yeah, it, dude, that's that's great for you. Because me, on the other hand, as primarily a streamer and YouTuber second, which I'm trying to even out, but my content yeah. is... I wouldn't say it's brutal, 
but it's not it, like it's if, uh it's more certainly not family friendly if they're limiting you based on your content like i'd be very surprised yeah well, that, that. that's the thing like i think that i'm walking that fine line between like right where because like i swear like a pretty good amount you know like I, I do some shit but nothing too crazy that like would ruin like brand deals or anything like that that yeah. would really look bad on them but I, you know i'm definitely definitely like i'm not the first person on their list that they want to like promote like in game or anything like that you know like that's yeah. that's a long ways away so i'm trying to tone it down just a hair to make sure that i'm not overboard but as we could I see mean, you'll like it's, it's all just time with this game right like youtube is yeah. definitely just you just gotta it's the very slow slog of just grinding out i know dude that's <laughs> dude, youtube i i i'm starting to enjoy it i'm starting to do daily uploads and i'm starting to see better results and as you see, you know i'm just addicted to like growth and shit like that so it's it's fun to start that journey it's something fresh I do the opposite i like spend way too long on like a minute portion of my video and i post weekly and it's I I basically say YouTube algorithm. I don't like you, so I'm not gonna play to you, and it hurts me. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't get myself to do it. I tried it for a bit, and I was like, I don't like. I feel like I'm not selling out, but you know, I'm changing what I want to do to fit the algorithm, and it feels wrong. But I need mm -hmm. to do it eventually. <laughs> so what? Just like post more content? You mean? Mm -hmm. Because at yeah. the moment like again with the strategy content if people don't know i like i spend more time on editing than i do anything else so all of the ed no yeah maybe so all of the editing i do goes into like a seven minute video that i post weekly whereas if i did 10 minutes daily everything would be so much better if i didn't focus on all the editing and stuff but i don't know i'm an addict for vegas pro <laughs> yeah no i hear you hey what what if you did that you know one weekly strategy video and then every other day you just do like a deck yeah, video or something you know like thinking, something like that like just to fill the gaps yeah that's what i'm thinking of doing because i want to change it up i want to actually focus on growth because i've never really cared i've sort of just the reason i don't know how far i want to go back and explain this but the reason i started strategy is because i enjoyed writing strategy posts anyway so i don't know how much i want to be you know the strategic guy who focuses on strategy or how much i want to go into youtube you know mm -hmm. I mean, what are your future plans with YouTube? Are you trying to like take this as far as you can and maybe make it a career someday? Because you said, I think before this, before I started recording, you're studying in some in <clears throat> university or something psychology. Yeah. So like, what, what do you, what do you, what's your angle here? I mean, I, I'm one of those people who just plays it as it goes, right? Like pl long term plans, not my thing. I, I don't know. I just, I can't stick to it. I'm too like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this, right? So. Mm -hmm. Like if YouTube, you know, tomorrow night I wake up, I have 10 million subs and obviously I would focus on YouTube and do that. Right. But it's just sort of, I don't know. I just sort of, I wake up, I'm like today, I want to focus on whatever I'm doing with my studies. I want to focus on YouTube. I want to focus on nothing. Like I just sort of do it like that. And it's really bad. Right. I know you spoke about, um, time management when you did your podcast with KFC. A lot of that was on time management. I was just sat there like, I wish I could be like these guys, but I'm just not. And I hate it. Mm -hmm. no I, I hear you man and it helps because i mean it sounds like you it, you like you said you enjoy the the in-depth editing and like that yeah. like strategy stuff way more which is obviously way more time consuming so i mean by the time you finish a video the last thing you probably want to do is record another one that's not yeah and, i mean too like even if maybe you might not enjoy the the videos where you're just like showing a new deck or something like i don't know i don't know if you've have you ever yeah, like, tried I've something like that before, and they're yeah. like they're okay but like it's more satisfying to me when I script something and I record everything I need to record and I edit it all together and it comes out as this like I see it as more of a product I guess like it's no 
no slight on anybody whatsoever who is on the daily no, grind because like huge props to keeping that consistency mm -hmm. i struggle with it um but yeah to me it's more personally satisfying to have that really highly edited product that i'm proud of you know yeah it's like a bigger reward at the end you know instead of like all these little micro rewards like daily micro rewards where it's yeah, like yeah. Little, little dopamine you you know if you do a weekly one it's like burst of dopamine you're on cloud yeah. nine I know I totally get it. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> part, I know. part of it because I don't know how to edit. I use Adobe Premiere Rush, which is like mm -hmm. the most basic, which mm -hmm. is literally like cuts and that's you know it's it's not shit. Yeah. But that's all I can use. And quite frankly, I don't have the time to do like yeah. you do with the super edited videos and you know all that kind of stuff. So it just fits me better. But I like the little micro victories that slowly yeah. add up and then i see <laughs> then i look back and see the progress and that's what gets me going yeah so i just you know two different styles there's not one not one that's better than the other it's just you know yeah i know that, that's actually it's quite cool that you know we're both here doing the youtube thing but we do it so differently like mm -hmm. you can say to somebody you know oh i do youtube but like there's so many how do you do youtubes you know oh yeah just within the gaming world alone i mean there's just so many different ways i yeah we can make a podcast on that itself, but we're not going. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Okay, so one thing that I do want to get to is like, how do you get your video ideas? Is it something like do you crowdsource them? Does it something just pop in your head and then like, okay. how do you, what's your process for making it? Because like, it's interesting to me because my videos are, are not super edited and super thought out and super constructed. It's literally mm -hmm. just me playing and usually yeah. roasting my opponent, and that's it. <laughs> Which there's a place for that, you know. People want to see yeah, that, yeah, but also there's a big place for strategy content. Like, I mean, I think the biggest who's the most subscribed Clash Royale YouTube is it OJ. He's got a few. Million? I think I think Nickel Malt might have more in terms of subs. Right, I, yeah, I, I haven't checked them in years, but I think average views really OJ gets the most average yeah, views yeah. now. OJ yeah, and I mean he's yeah, yeah he, he's like the strategy guy, right? As yeah. far as I'm concerned, I, for most people, there might be a better guy out there, but I mean I don't know, like you too. But like, just give me walk me through your process here because I I don't understand it, and I know a lot of people don't, so I think it'd be interesting. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's more spontaneous than you may you may think. So you said about crowdsourcing, a lot of it stems from that like someone will leave a comment or someone i do have a google form where i have video suggestions there's hundreds on there sometimes i'll just go through that check it be like oh i'll do that one but sometimes i just get in a role like at the moment i've um i'm doing spell comparisons so i've done fireball poison log bar barrel zap snowball and tonight uh, i have lightning rocket going up so i've just done four of those in a row and that's basically been a month of work um but yeah, a lot of the time it's just, I'll say a comment, I'll go, yeah, I'll do that, right? And then I'll get to scripting it. It just, it depends how cool I think an idea is and I'll see it and I'll go, yes, that's it. And then I'll post it. And if it goes well, it goes well. <laughs> Has there ever been, there's like, a, there's like a two ways to ask this. Has there ever been a video that you didn't think would do well and then it did extremely well or the opposite, a video that you thought was going to crush and then it sucked? Have yes. you ever, is there anything that you could think of off the top of your head? And then also to follow up on that, why? Do you think it so like result in the opposite every way? Every single video, pretty much. Like I'll, you know, when you get an idea, you sort of know if it's gonna bang or if it's just gonna be another, you know, yeah. roll on video. The spell comparisons right now, because there's there's very popular ones like Poison versus Fireball is searched for a lot because it's they're the like two most used big spells, right? And people always want to know which one should I be using because they're so interchangeable. Mm -hmm. But Lightning versus Rocket, it's gonna flop. Like, nobody is really searching for Lightning versus Rocket because they're not great in the meta right now. But personally, I like my streak of spell comparisons. So I was like, I'll do that one anyway. Mm -hmm. um, if you go on my channel, search my most viewed, 
any in the top five, I'll be like, no idea why that's there. Didn't expect that. I can see you moving. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. I already had it pulled off, dude. Condition. Yeah, but like my years. Your you video started auto playing, and it was he was talking over you. You get better with using every win condition that started yes. auto playing. No idea why that's first. 132k views on that one, huh? I said 150. I was upselling myself. Oh, but... you're gassing yourself up, huh? Yeah. Okay, exposed, man. I'm out here exposing yeah. people. All right, but I, I don't know. I don't know why that was the most searched. Because when you think of people searching for Royale content, well, it, maybe it wasn't searched. Condition. I don't know. Did you look at your analytics? Was it? Like, what did, how, how did people get to this video? Because, like, it could just be a suggested yeah. video. Because, I mean, like, right now I'm looking at it and the thumbnail is pretty good. And if I was really at any level, <laughs> like, if I was anywhere below pro, I would be willing to click on this video. It's yeah. seven minutes. It's so it's like, suggested. you know, nice and concise yeah. and all win conditions explained. So if I'm mediocre at the game in any way, I'm clicking on this video. So, I mean, it makes sense to me. And I've mm -hmm. never seen anything like that where it's like explains but basically the entire game in like, seven minutes. Yeah, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm, I have a false view of YouTube, but to me, the more original the idea, if you're a small channel anyway, the less likely it is to get picked up. Because if you're a small channel, you want to more so hop on trends, because that's doing well and people want to see that content. If you're mm -hmm. a big channel, you sort of make the trends, right? right? So like, if, you know, if all the big Clash Royale YouTubers got together and they were like, okay, we're going to really promote win conditions right all of our videos are gonna be about win conditions everyone's gonna be searching for the term win condition more right mm -hmm. but it's not really a thing so i i don't know <laughs> if i'm honest no idea maybe yeah. i just don't understand youtube but yeah a lot of them are like invert of what i think so if i if i think a video is going to do well it'll do average i think a video is gonna flop it'll probably do better and i, I don't know it's just all sort of like that so we have no idea. We're a clueless man because me and you, yeah. me and you both, like some videos I think are going to do real well. And it's, you know, it's the exact same thing. Like you never, so I, have a, I have an idea of like which ones are going to do better than others. Um, like, yeah, I can, just... I can nail that, but I don't know about like blowing up or flopping. I know yeah. one will do averagely a little bit better, but I have no idea which ones are going to go to the top. Because if I did, I'd just make all the ones that go to the top, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone yeah. knows. Because if every, if every, if, sorry, if anyone knew that's all they'd do and then all the videos would do well. But I guess it's impossible to know. Yeah, no, it, I'm. That's one thing I started re doing recently too is trying to ride trends. So like, especially mm -hmm. like tactically, here's a little pro tip for any of you small time YouTubers like myself. Like, I'll take if I'm making a video that's similar. I'm trying to think of an example, but if I'm making a video that's similar to something else that like a big YouTuber made, mm -hmm. or like I'll I'll take some of the video tags from their video so that way like. Yeah, they're kind of yeah, like time. within like YouTube's algorithm. I don't know. Nobody knows exactly how it works, but like within the back end, I would think that like if there's similar tags in this video and they have a similar title and then it kind of links them together somehow. So maybe it'll be suggested, you know, I'm trying to like latch on, especially yeah. when Clash Royale, like the official Clash Royale releases a video. I'll try. I'll look at their tags and try and mimic those yeah. two. So just I'm associated. Yeah, I used to do that all the time, and I used to feel like sort of ashamed of doing it. It's like, oh, I'm like stealing onto your Everybody way. does it. But yeah, that's what I was going to say to you. I was like, do that and don't feel ashamed of it because you sort of have to. But also, you said an interesting point. Like when you steal tags, you're like, oh, hopefully the algorithm will latch me on. Sometimes I wonder if it does the opposite. Sometimes I wonder if Google has seen that you've been to that page, like before you post a video, and will be like, Oh, you know, you're doing that on purpose. I wonder how smart it is. You know, I'm not saying that happens, but sometimes Could. I wonder it's, it's how smart point. it is. You know, right. because it's Google, right? They 
they, they could do that top. if they wanted to. Then they could yeah. do a million. Like they, it, the capability I'm sure is there. It's they just whether or not so if they are. Yeah, no, I'm sure the algorithm is. You know, this is a billion, 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 trillion dollar company. I'm sure their algorithm yeah. is. There's so many things to it. Um, but I was talking to Ash. We were in a group call a while ago, and he said that a few years ago, I think he talked to someone at YouTube, and they kind of gave him like someone that worked on the algorithm side of things. And they, they obviously they can't spill the beans on how it exactly works, but they gave him some <laughs> suggestions. And this is a few years ago, so it might be outdated, but I thought it was yeah, interesting was nonetheless. <laughs> um, like if you look at his videos and like Sir Tag's videos, and I started doing it too recently, is the first three lines of the description, it's like you repeat the title, you have your name, and then uh, you do like watch next, and, and I think there's three lines, but there's three lines. And you're supposed to have like, there's like a format that they use. So, and that was the suggested format that they got that someone that works at YouTube. Oh. And then the guy that worked at YouTube also said that it kind of puts you in circles with like within the algorithm. So like your account will be associated with other accounts. So like if you can right. get yourself associated with CWA, then yeah. you'll be under his you're suggested, right. you know, if someone's yeah. watching a CWA video, you might be suggested next. So like, but there are like pockets. And how, how you get in those pockets, I have no idea. Um, I've also <laughs> seen other YouTubers like, well, I mean, a lot of people do it, especially with CWA. Like in their video tags, they'll throw CWA as a video tag. I do I've that. seen that a whole bunch. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you do that. I'll do that. You know, as much as I can. Same he also yeah. like he also said like uh, in the description, like if you say you know, let's just say if you do a video with him, if you're lucky enough, you want to make sure you put CWA Clash with Ash, like have all those keywords in the description, and like have his channel link, and then it like somehow it ties it all together. Yeah, which is I um, it, you know, it makes does, sense like, to me you know legendary ranking videos he does one every like three months or whatever yeah when i was like first starting out i was like i'm gonna respond to every single one of these type videos that he does so i can put him in the thumbnail put him in the title you know latch onto a subject he's literally just posted mm -hmm. and i don't know it, it sort of works <laughs> yeah i mean did this, those videos did well then i couldn't tell you it was ages ago and oh, again i'm not okay. really one for the numbers like i don't i tend not to look at it I'm just like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll know if someone does super well because someone in like Discord will say, oh, this video did really well, but I don't really look at them that much. I look at analytics more than I look at raw numbers because analytics are just cool and interesting to me because I'm a big nerd. But oh, yeah. yeah, I don't really look at like, you know, all of my videos performances because honestly, I'm just doing what I do. And I am the anti-YouTuber. You know, I'll say if anyone's starting YouTube and is listening to me, don't take my advice. I am like opposite of what you should do. I'm horrible. I'm awful. Well, see, there's an argument for that, is, you know, because it, it's interesting you say that because it's like the opposite of what you should do, but you're sitting over there at 20, 21K or whatever you're at subscribers. Which that I mean, much, so you, yeah, that's <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure that's top 1% of YouTube. I mean, I would be shocked if what? it wasn't. Yeah, do you, I mean, you, know, it was. you know how many YouTubers there are out there that have yeah 30 subs and like so many, so, so many, like. I'm not even monetized yet, so I'm definitely like small fish, small fish. But oh, I mean, 20k. Right. That's a, imagine putting 20k people in a room. They're like that's like a sellout stadium. Yeah. In most like that's a lot of fucking people, man. And then you throw that with you know Twitter. And it, I mean, I'm sure there's overlap, but I mean, it's just I don't know. It's cool, yeah. especially now. Oh, it's obviously cool. I don't know if it's big though. It's like I'd say maybe middle. You know, I'd say do you ever flex in real life. Do you ever, like if anyone asks you like what you do, do you say like I'm a student and then I do YouTube and they say how many you got and they say like oh no. you know 20k like so is, I want to know what the th I'm trying to figure out what the like the clout threshold is yeah, like when you yeah. say like I have 10k are people like oh or is it like 50k <laughs> or like I know 100 after, after 100k it's like everyone's like oh shit you know like yeah I think deal, you but. can maybe turn eyes at like 10k 
where people will be like, oh, that's sort of cool. But I would never like flex it like that because I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but here in the UK, if this is really toxic, right? If you have any like vested interest in anything, people will try and use that against you. Not necessarily strangers, but people you're close with. So I would never do that just because that's sort of the society I live in. But also, you know, I, I'm not really, it's like, it's 20K, as I just said. Obviously, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, maybe it's different because of where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, that's, that's an interesting perspective. So speaking of yeah. where you're from, I want to shift topics here because we've been we've been yeah. geeking out, and I'm all for that. But like, I'm sure there's some people here that are just like these fucking guys just won't stop talking about yeah. analytics. So I want to shift a little bit. Um, yeah. This this uh, I don't know if I could say it without getting super demonetized and shit. This illness that's flying around the world uh -huh. that we all know and love. Um, don't love Jesus Christ. Don't love. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> uh, this illness. Um, what, what's the deal? What's it like over there? Because I mean, here I haven't left my house in five days. Mm -hmm. And it's, so, I mean, I, I mean, I kind of, I work from home, like my, with my career, I work from home anyways. And then I right. just, okay. I basically just sit at my desk for 15 hours a day. So <laughs> it, it doesn't really change much, You're but it's wrong. annoying yeah. because I can't like, I want to go to the gym, but I can't, I want to, you know, maybe like on a Saturday, I'd like to go out, but I can't. So, I mean, outside mm -hmm. of that, it's not, it's not a huge deal to me, but mm -hmm. I'm not in the nitty gritty. It hasn't really like affected me directly yeah. yeah so the only effect that's had on me is i don't know if it was because of this but i was doing a live stream yesterday and youtube actually cancelled my live stream i was just booted offline because i think we were i think it's because we were talking about it right i had like a, a five minute section where i was talking about somebody asked me something and we went into a few details some stats and stuff and like half an hour later i was just booted from my stream and i was like that's insane but um <clears throat> yeah, I live in a county called Norfolk. You've probably never heard of it in England. And our county is like the equivalent of your states, but they're really small. Um, called Norfolk. It's right on the edge. It's really big, but has no people in it. So in terms of a virus, I'm fine because there's like 10 people that live here and it's really right. big. So it's probably not going to spread. And I'm the same as you. Um, I study from home and I do YouTube from home. So the only time I really go out is if I'm going to like, you know, a social event with my mates but you know as long as none of, as long as they're all fine i'm pretty much fine and mm -hmm. our country hasn't got it i mean it's getting worse i don't know when this is going out but at the time of recording it's not insanely bad here uh we're not on lockdown we don't have to stay in uh i think two days ago they shut down schools and yesterday they shut down like pubs and stuff so it's starting to affect people but yeah at the moment the only thing i've been affected by is youtube hate me yeah, and it's interesting that you say that because I know that I don't know if you've seen, but like Netflix and YouTube, they're like restricting or they yeah they that. lowered the video quality, so like I yeah. don't think you could stream in 4K. I, I don't know if it's all of Europe or something like that. I don't think they've done it over here. So I mean, you know, we're big balling yeah. with our 4K <laughs> streams, but uh, yeah, they they restricted the bandwidth because for those of you guys that are listening that don't know, like so many people are isolated over there in Europe because of this illness, and like everyone's just on the internet and like. The pipes can't handle it, basically. So they have to restrict because, like, That's streaming in four K and shit. Like, streaming in four K takes up a fuck ton of bandwidth. So mm -hmm. they're like restricting that. So it's I think it's dropped like twenty five percent or like something like that. So maybe it was something like that where they booted you off just because you were using so much bandwidth or got overloaded, <laughs> so that it dumped. Or maybe it was because like we were talking about it and they thought you were spreading fake news. I mean, I, yeah. I who knows? It, it's. No one really knows at this point, but I mean, it's just yeah. interesting that like that, because that's like a firsthand experience that I know, you know, I've, I've I never had anything like that either, like 
ever. YouTube's never interacted with my channel at all. And then this one time, I'm like, you know, I'm just doing a... It was a very, like, it was one of the streams. I, I don't know if this is a category, but I was just editing a video and streaming that. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to be doing this anyway. Why don't I stream it? And, you know, I had like 30 people in there because, again, I'm a Clash channel. I wasn't doing Clash and I was watching. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just insane to me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's weird. So how did that stream do? This is like purely for me, like curiosity. Like, are you going to do it again? Like that kind of thing? Obviously, it's not going to pop off numbers wise, but mm. was it something that was good? Would you I mean, do it again? yeah, again, like I very rarely look at numbers. The only reason I know the number is because um, I took a screenshot for the video I was editing and it had the number of viewers in it. So it's the only reason I really know the number. Um, but I'll, I'll do it again because it was nice to, you know, talk to chat. And just connect with a, a very small community i feel like having a small community is nice because you know mm -hmm. not that you get to know people but you get to you know you recognize people more and you're like oh welcome back you know i saw you yesterday it's really cool yeah it's a bit and more intimate. if i'm yeah if i'm just doing work anyway why don't i do work and stream two birds one stone you know yeah no i, I totally get it. i'll tell that to my chat sometimes when i'm streaming it's like when it's a little bit slower because maybe there's like a couple other big streamers that are higher up on me on mm -hmm. the browse page so i mean you know, i'm not getting all the new peeps but like I like growing as a streamer, but every once in a while, yeah, cool. it's nice to have like a slower day where like only yeah. the day ones are there because then, you know, you can actually like talk to them and vibe and, you know, I'm all about like building a community and like that's yeah. one thing that a lot of people like, ah, dude, I hate fucking gassing myself up like this, but like people seem to say like, like I respond to every single Instagram DM or Twitter DM yeah, that I get, dude. which good that's good because people yeah. actually because then people start to view you as more of like a friend and they actually like care about you and you know support your shit more and then obviously it makes for us it makes the entire experience better like if you have familiar names in the chat and like what yeah. i started doing recently is i started when i'm streaming just randomly i'll be like all right throw your instagram in the chat right now and i'll check it out and then basically right. for one that does two things i'm trying to put a face to a name so i can see who some of these people are and just <laughs> you're stalking basically yeah. yeah and then two it kind of like promotes my instagram because then people are gonna go check me out which yeah isn't a huge factor but i mean it's something worth mentioning i guess yeah. but then three it like helps build the community so other people in the chat when they see i'm gonna give him a shout out pastor tp this guy he's one of my mods i unmod him and mod him like every other day because you know <laughs> it's just one of those kind of things we, i Classic. like to fuck with i like to fuck with him a little bit but like <laughs> when people see his name in the chat now they can now they can put his name to a face and they can actually you know so it builds a community when each when people know who each other are yeah of course. so something like that you know i, I just thought it was a good thing to like you know yeah, it's an one angle thing you said, one thing you said that interests me when you were like you answer every Instagram DM. I think you said, I can't remember the, the phrasing you used, but basically you're talking about how, you know, it makes you less of a creator, more of just a person, right? Mm -hmm. The most insane thing to me is that people still message me like Clash Royale friend links and stuff. And when I accept it, they're like, wow, I didn't expect you to accept it. I'm like, dude, I'm just, I'm just another guy who plays this I know. game. There's yeah, no, no dude, I was not. just talking with, exactly. I was talking with, uh, I forget who I was talking to. Like no one, just like one of my buddies in real life that, you know, just has like yeah. a regular job and all that shit. But I was like, dude, uh -huh. I don't know how to explain it, but like, and this is going to sound kind of egotistical, but I'm going to try and dumb it down as much as possible. Like, I kind of get where celebrities are coming from. Like, I'm starting to get a little bit of that because yeah, like, yeah. I have 12K on Instagram. So, I mean, that's not, yeah, I think that's not even top 1 million. Uh, there's, I think I'm ranked 2.3 million as far as Instagram that's followers go. For a social media, that's really high. I, I, I suppose. But I mean, like, I'm still like, but point being, I'm a nobody as far as I'm concerned. But like, I'll still get like DMs that are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you even responded. And they're like actually freaking <laughs> out. Yeah. It, it's just like stuff like I'm just like, I'm just a dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and also, I, like, I feel that, man. 
you know, I never, and it's super small scale, and you know, it's it doesn't happen all the time, but it has happened like at least a, a few dozen times. But yeah, it's just like a t- you never understand it until it happens to you, like just getting the other side of the coin. Like obviously, it's yeah. completely different for people like Justin Bieber or something like that. You know, that's a whole different world. But like. Because I used to, like, everyone does it where you, like, idolize these celebrities and then you never fully understand it until you're on the other side. And just even getting a small taste of what that's like where it's just like, what the fuck? I'm just a dude. Like, don't (laughs) fangirl over me. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You know, it's it's weird. But, I mean, it happens. and It was just an interesting experience that I wanted to vocalize. It's really cool when it happens as well. You feel not, like, in an ego sense, but you feel like you're actually getting somewhere with what you're trying to do. Not not like, you know, I'm becoming famous, but it's like, oh, my socials are actually starting to grow. And it's like, it's easy to look at the number and go, oh, it's actually growing. But those interactions are more meaningful because you know that's an actual person. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, hard it's not just see, some random account. Yeah, you know, when you see it's... like 12,000 followers on your Instagram, that's just the number. But when one of them messages you and they give you an interaction like that, that's an actual human that's done that. I don't know. It's a bit different. No, that's that's. I would rather have one high quality follower that like engages with all my shit. And we we talk in the <laughs> high you know, quality with DMs. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you know that the, there's there's the difference between like just some random guy from I fucking Iran that yeah. follows you and never <laughs> never even looks at any of your shit ever again. Like it's just a yeah. number at that point. And thank you, random guy from Iran, for boosting my stats. But you know, I, I like yeah. the direct relationships with with some of your uh, your followers or subs or whatever because then it kind of. Mm-hmm makes it a little bit more human as opposed to just racking up the numbers. That's my favorite part. Like, even now, even on videos that, you know, do really well, I respond to every single comment. And even Mm -hmm. when they reply to my reply, I'll go back and reply to the reply because that's the best part of this whole thing for me is that, you know, I know what, like, when I was, like, younger and I watched a lot more YouTube than I do now, I would leave comments on videos. And if I ever got a response that was like, wow, you know, this creator that I really enjoy watching has responded to my stuff and acknowledged me. And, like, I know that if I just interact with people and anyone ever, I'm not saying they should, I'm not saying I'm big time or anything like that, but if anyone ever feels like they even want, cool, I've put positivity into the world and that's a really cool thing for me to do. And it's like it 10 is. minutes, right? Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I'll give an example just to be on the flip side. Uh, I was simping for Corinna Kopp. <laughs> like, you know her? Yeah, I know. Of course, of course. And I, I think I saw like- tweet. You tweeted, right? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I've, yeah, I've tweeted, I've IG'd, I've done the whole nine yards, but <laughs> so I don't know which one you saw. But uh, yeah. she, she liked. I, I think she said like cool. someone hang out with me. That was like her Instagram yes. caption or something like something like someone date me, or something like that. Yeah, I, I think I tweeted it too. But mm-hmm. she liked my comment, and I know what she does. Like she just goes through and likes like a hundred comments, and you know, yep. she probably she might not even read it. Maybe she did. It's not like she clicked on my profile. It's, it's not like it's any of that. It's not it was just that. cool to know that maybe. She read my comment. You know, like, yeah. there's at least some sort of relative small chance in the world, point oh one, that she'll read a comment, click on my profile, see me, follow me, and then I'll be able to slide in the DMs even more effectively. <laughs> I'll be in the general instead of the secondary DM box, and then I could slide in and make my move and eventually wipe her up. It was yeah. cool. It was you know, a little dopamine release. I support it. Keep going, man. So, leave, uh, I think if you leave like a thousand comments on every post, your chances go up. You're not wrong. I also might get flagged as being a spam bot or blocked, but hey, high risk, high reward. Different accounts, in my opinion. Oh, create an alt account. I write the grind's worth it. 
I should simp on an alt account, is what you're suggesting. Alt accounts. A thousand different accounts. Oh, so okay, we're bad. going all in. Yeah. So that way, if she'll have to respond to... She can't block all of them, but she'll have to respond to one eventually. If you are all of the comments on her Instagram, she has to... If she's liking any comments, she'll like one of yours. The shotgun approach. I like it. Yeah. Instead of the sniper <laughs> approach. I like yeah. it. All right, well, hey, I know what I'm doing the rest of my Sunday. So with that being said, let's wrap up I'm the podcast. Gonna... I gotta go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, but yes, anyways, wrapping that... or. Uh, to bring that full circle, I don't know how I'm going to bring that full circle, but good luck. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic, is what I'm saying. Is mm-hmm. being having even a glimpse of what a being say a celebrity. <laughs> no, no, I won't say famous, but I will say celebrity, which is basically synonymous. But <laughs> you know, it, it's yeah. you know, it, it's cool. It's cool. It's a cool feeling, and it reinforces what I'm doing in a weird way. Like when someone sends me a message, it's like personal like I, like a few weeks ago i got a i, I actually shared it on my instagram story because it was like super personal and like this guy was like man i love your videos they make my day better you know like the whole oh, nine yards it's, it's cliche yeah. shit but I, you know like, i don't get that all that often and i'm just like yeah. damn you know because like some because then i like nick Merckx for me do you know who that is yep yeah yeah big fortnite call of duty yep. twitch streamer whatever guy but like to me like that's a guy i look up to right mm-hmm. like not so much in the celebrities well kind of but um, I, I really look up to him and like that's the kind of message like I know what him and his content mean to me so when someone says that to me like I can I'm like damn I do that for someone else because like yeah it's just like what the fuck like I'm just I don't know I'm just a bonehead that farts into his mic and loses half his games <laughs> like what, what how am I how am I making your day so much better but it's it's yeah. a real thing and I don't know I don't want to like gas myself up too much here but I don't get to nerd out about this with anybody else. So it's it's all overflowing out now because as a creator, I'm sure, you know, as a creator, it's kind of lonely in a, in a weird way, not yeah. too bad, but like, I mean, there's a lot, you spend a lot of time by yourself, you know, editing the Especially videos. like editing and stuff because yeah. for me, it can be like, you know, eight hours a day. Like that's a very rare instance, but that can be. And editing's the worst because you're listening to your own voice, doing mm-hmm. your own clips you know, everything is by yourself, for yourself, and it's, yeah, it's, um, I streamed, as I said yesterday, I was editing, and people were like, do you ever hate your own voice? I'm like, I used to like my own voice, but it's been destroyed as I've because <laughs> I hear it so much, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that annoying guy again. Yeah, not this fucking Bailey guy, I can't get yeah. rid of him. No, yeah. I hear you, unfortunately, I don't edit my videos that much, so I don't have to deal with it, but yes, yeah. and it is weird hearing my own voice, like, like, yeah, I don't, like, I because I have to, but like I I would never sit down and watch one of my own streams because then I'm just sitting yeah. and I'm just like and I feel like like I've seen big 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 creators say, like say this shit like they look they watch back their own stream and they're just like fucking cringing and it's like oh yeah. god it's like how do people watch this and I think everybody gets that like watching yourself it's weird it's not the yeah. same you know you don't get the same experience mm-hmm. but no I don't because I, I don't do the extensive editing like you do so it's. I watch it back as minimal as possible just to just to clip the games that I want to use for YouTube and then yeah. <laughs> scoot it on its merry way. Get it I out remember, of here. Um, I, I keep recalling to this one podcast. I promise not the only one I've watched. Uh, the KFC <laughs> one. And he was like, he used this program that I'd never heard of. I had to search it. Where it automatically, not automatically, but you just trim the start and the end. And I was like, that's pretty insane. Like, for how big that guy is, and he never has to hear his own voice on that sort of topic... That's pretty insane. I don't remember that. What do you mean it just trims the beginning and the end? Like, uh, like it's an editing software. You, you were talking about your editing softwares, and he was like, I use this one where I don't really have to edit. I just sort of trim the start and the end, and then it's pretty much done. 
But mm. to me, where I spend so many hours listening to myself, I'm like, that's crazy. I wish I could be that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does. He does the kind of videos that I do too. You know, it's not. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he does like super strategy. So, mm-hmm. you know, just the uh, it's what you signed up for. So you, you got to deal uh, with it. It's one of the <laughs> the repercussions. Okay, here, I want to check. Twi- what we're going on about forty two minutes here, and I've got a wow. hard cut off at an hour. So I just okay. want to. Not that there's any. Uh, not that I'm trying to scoot you out of here because I'm I'm enjoying <laughs> vibing this, but. I want to see, I tweeted this out, and I want to see if there's any good questions that should be asked to either of us. So I don't know if you've got it pulled up, too, if you could look. Uh, I yeah, there, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to read them out because I'm not hosting this, but you, you have four questions. 4,000, really? right. Yes, 4,000 questions. Sorry. So if we pick yeah. you, you're, you're very lucky <laughs> in this immense pool of questions that you're, uh, you're I, I receiving. I think I cut out. I, I, I said four million, not four. Oh yeah, it's see the thing the counter on my end's broken. It just says like it just says a thousand plus notifications. So right, yeah. Um, okay, here, here's one. How do you feel about the state of Clash Royale? And then in parentheses, meta updates, events, seasons, etc. Just general vibe of the game. So I you guess. know, you know your one hour hard limit. Can we make yeah. it a four hour hard limit? I'm gonna no, be we cannot. <laughs> no, we cannot. Give me the no, clear and concise. Give me the yeah. um, cliff notes. I used so one of the reasons one of the reasons there's many reasons I started but one of the reasons I wanted to become a Clash creator is because I felt like there's nobody who talks out about the state of Clash in an honest way right people are always so positive and upbeat and personally I don't know if it's a cultural thing again people tell me this is very British but if I think something's bad I will say it's bad and I don't know if that's a personality if it's a culture thing but Clash Royale hasn't had a big game changing update in over a year and it's mm-hmm. pretty insane to me when I did a whole video on it and I looked at like uh, Google Trends. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah. But every update, it goes up, goes down slowly. Big update, goes up, down slowly. And that's how the game sort of started because the updates at the start were really game changing. Like when challenges first came out and when they brought out six cards at a time, those things, big spikes, right? The only thing um, that was bigger than that in terms of spikes was when they did big like uh, esports events or advertising events and i know they have crl now but i don't personally watch crl because i think the old clash Royale events were better in my opinion maybe it's nostalgia but off topic um in terms of updates i don't know i've sort of given up hope i used mm-hmm. to say on videos oh i hope to bring this feature this feature this feature but i stopped doing that because they haven't and i don't know if they're gonna hate me for saying that but yeah in terms of updates there needs to be something big and in your recent podcast where you're going through the ama and you were like um you know i'm gonna be realistic this is probably gonna happen in like seven months uh-huh. um i felt that that hit me because they're always like yeah later this year december you know december 31st like, that big update's coming yeah, and, it's, exactly. and a little update on that just to while we're on the subject is i yeah. saw something on i think it was clash with shane tweeted out um that it's not gonna be a story mode uh, yeah, I, I think it was like Seth. Seth said something on Reddit that like story mode. He said that basically it wouldn't add much value to the game and it wouldn't be very replayable or something like that, yeah. which totally makes sense. And I hope it, I, I'm glad because I didn't want a story mode anyways. Because yeah, I'm like you. he said, I, the, I like like I even my whole life I've never played like story mode games. Maybe like Fable Two was the only like story yeah. mode game I've ever I play played. Story mode games, but I skipped the story. <laughs> yeah, like I, I hate watching the dialogue boxes yeah. and like the cutscenes and shit. I skip. I, skip all I like competing <laughs> against other people and I like beating the fuck out of them. That's what yes, I enjoy. So Every game yeah. I've ever played, Call of Duty, uh, RuneScape, Clash Royale, like all everything. It's always multiplayer and I like yeah. competing. 
So yeah. I don't want a story mode. Like I don't. So I'm glad. So there, it's almost certain that it's gonna be a clan war, clan war rework, mm-hmm. and I have no idea how they're gonna rework it to make it. They definitely could improve it. I don't know how, but it could definitely be improved. But I don't know. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's about a trillion ways they can improve it, but yeah. uh, not my job to figure out. But I don't know. It's like it'll still be Clan Wars at the end of the day. So yep. I don't know how they could do it this to really like. Like I'm hoping for something that could bring this game back to like close to its prime. You know, like mm-hmm. a big, big, big update. And I don't know if that's gonna do it. It's definitely gonna be big. It's definitely gonna be an improvement. But is it gonna be? Uh, because I mean, right now, as as far as mobile esports go and like competitive mobile, there's not really shit. Like I don't know, Fortnite yeah. mobile, COD mobile. I mean PUBG, but like, as far as like the U.S. goes, and I'm guessing that uh, we're over the over there in your your side of the pond, over there in Britain is pretty much the same. Yeah, but I mean 100%. Clash Royale is like still like there's not a whole lot of competition. So like I don't know mm-hmm. if they just I don't know, man. The, the, there's so much opportunity that they're they're letting slide because I don't know if you know but Supercell is like a 300 person company or something like that which is ridiculous oh, yeah. I've spoken for... about it before but I, I don't get it they always use that as like almost an excuse not saying they're using it they try and like they have a positive spin on it which there is an element of that you know close teams yeah, you know it's, only it's having cool. the essential people I get that but at the same yeah. time if you hire just like a few more people you know maybe yeah. a couple more developers <laughs> so that way instead of de- december 31st this comes out in july that would be great you know like december or, you know maybe creative or maybe because right now they have like i think it's seth and drew that are literally like the entire community management for mm. this game this massive game this multi-billion dollar game they have two people managing the community yeah and along with whatever other jobs that they do there so it's just like Maybe one more guy, you know, like it feels there like are, they're so like they're trying to squeeze as much as they can out of these people to maximize profits, and they're trying they're trying to like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just don't have the view in, of it. But. Um, you spoke about the <clears throat> the creator program. There are like other people who do the community management stuff in their defense. Uh, there are a lot of like Drew speaks in there quite a bit, but there's like other guys who speak in there quite a lot. But yeah, like yeah, that's a cool gimmick. Right, I think that's how I describe it. Having like a fringe-person company is a gimmick. But if you want, like, obviously they're the experts, not me. I'm just some kid in a bedroom right now. But you know, in my opinion, if they even added, you know, a hundred more people, which isn't a lot considering how much yeah, with the revenue, makes, that's that is yeah. nothing. Like, imagine if this game was twenty-five percent more popular. Obviously, it's not quite how it works, but imagine right there's so much more opportunity and there's so much more stuff to be done and i don't know the only thing that really really ties me to class rail still is that it's just replayable right mm-hmm. like the the glorious thing about it is that it's always going to be the same mechanics so updates will take it so far but you're always going to have three towers against your opponent's three towers and you'll have 10 elixir and eight cards right so yeah. that sort of keeps me in but Game modes for me are the biggest thing. Like they had a 2v2, but in my opinion, that was actually damaging for the game because of what it did in terms of, you know, you used to have to play 1v1 with your trophies to get chests to upgrade your cards. Now you can do it on 2v2. There's no risk whatsoever and you can max whatever cards you want by just playing 2v2. Theoretically, you could be an Arena 1 max player without ever playing a 1v1 game. And that mm-hmm. to me is is dumb. And in my opinion hurt the game you remember touchdown <laughs> touchdown yeah. when they were like this is a quote they're like this is the biggest update ever i don't know if it's actually a quote but there's pretty much what they're yeah they definitely guessed it up to be huge yeah. and it was 
the shittiest game mode by far. So much potential, but none yeah. of it is realized. None of it is actually used, and it's so frustrating as a content creator because you're like, you know, if the game succeeds, I succeed, and uh-huh. sometimes you work so hard, and maybe you don't see the results that maybe you envision, and sometimes it feels like it's not yours, your not your problem because the game is very limiting in what you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I don't want to whine about it, but. <laughs> No, you know, we gotta we gotta let it out, you know, and I think a lot of yeah. people listening will feel the same way. We're kind of just the ones to vocalize it, but I feel like there's a lot of opportunity that they're leaving on the table. It's to me, the quickest way I could summarize it is it feels like they're playing defense instead of going on the offense and trying to innovate. Yeah. So they're just super, you know, let's do these conservative updates, one new card, a couple balance changes, nothing crazy, just casually coasting. So the game's gonna do one of these, just slowly go down, right? Yeah. And then it's every, like, uh, damage it's just like, yeah, it's it's straight defense instead of offense. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see them like risk. It, maybe it's I don't know if it's it, maybe it's part of their strategy where they're purposely playing defense because they have a big game yeah. coming out and they're going to shift or I, I don't know the inner workings there. Maybe they just don't have the resources. So it takes them three years to develop reworked clan wars. I don't I don't fucking know. But <laughs> it, it's just so defensive and it's slow and it's. I don't know. If I was a CEO, the first thing I would do is kick down everyone's door and say, all right, I need a big update in a month. Let's fucking go, baby. And then just, <laughs> and if it flops, then fuck it. It flops. And then we take yeah. it out. But yeah. like, come on. Let's, you know, let's like, touch push it a little flopped, bit. But it didn't kill the game, right? Right. Like that risk was And some people because, enjoyed it. You know, yeah. a few and people did. And if it did. does go really big, great. It's gone really big. But if it happens like it happened... Everyone sort of forgets about it. Like, yeah, I asked you if you remember Touchdown, because there's a very good chance you go, wait, Touchdown? Is that, like, a thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to go back to the comment, because they asked, like, four different questions, and there we go. <laughs> we only went to one, which is my fault. Um, <laughs> the meta right now, I think Seth gets way too much stick. I think he um, isn't perfect, because how can you be perfect? He was a streamer before he did this, right? Mm-hmm. He went in, and he was like... He knows a little bit about the game, but he's never going to be perfect. So, in my opinion, he does an underrated job. Not perfect, but pretty good. The Met is in the best spot ever, which you could argue was inevitably going to happen, but he's got it there, and, you know, I don't want to rag on him too much. No, he's, do, he's doing his job. I agree on that. He's doing yeah. a good job. Yeah, I do monthly uh, reviews where I rate mount changes, and the only complaints I ever have is I wish there were more. The ones where we get, like, four changes a month is, like, to me, balance changes should balance the game and freshen the game or refreshen the game they shouldn't only focus on balancing because if you have a balanced game balance changes go away and it's the same game forever right it's a Mm -hmm. little bit like you can get away with not updating the game if there's a new meta every month because say next month um trying to bring a bad card bomber was the best card in the game it's almost like having a new card because no yeah that would shift everything yeah, there's some niche decks that use it, but if Bomber was like the most meta card in the game, the meta shifts up, and for a month, you have this game, which is now Bomber Royale, right? And then next month, you have a new card, you tone Bomber down, and say Wizard becomes the most powerful card in the mm-hmm. game. It's now Wizard Royale for a month, right? And yeah. to me, it sounds toxic to make things too strong, but I'm not even saying too strong, I'm just saying shift it up a little bit. Right, yeah, no, I totally, I, <laughs> I saw a tweet on my timeline like a month ago that someone was like, uh, we've been calling for a balanced game for years now, and now that it's actually balanced, I kind of want it yeah. unbalanced again. You know, yeah. It's just like, it I starts feel. to get to a point where it's like, all right, I kind of liked abusing broken cards, and you know, it was like... 100%. You the know, the it's, best it's time in 2019 for me was... It was just 2019? I think it was. The Elixir Golem meta with Nightwitch and Healer. Mm-hmm. To me, that was the most fun because 
it was so like I don't know how to explain it, but it's so it's so fresh. We had nothing like that before. It mm -hmm. was everything was like every game. You know, I have no idea what my opponent's running. I'm running this deck that I've just stolen from the leaderboards because I'm unoriginal like that. And I'm just continually playing these random games. But it's a little bit nice when, you know, you can sort of build around a meta and be like, I'll know which everywhere, you know, I'll use Executioner. Or in a more niche scenario, cards like Wizard become stronger in that sort of meta. I'm not saying it was strong, but that's how much it shifts up the meta. And that's, that's fun in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It's kind of nice to... uh wow the first person to some cards <laughs> well yeah i mean i mean especially me because like i'm not a pro player by any means i, I create high octane <laughs> victories and a lot of losses but I, I like being able to abuse cards because like i'm not gonna outskill like the top players but if i can abuse <laughs> like a, like a golem first which i don't I, I don't i don't do golem first player or anything like that strictly because i don't have the card levels but i would because i like to abuse that kind of shit because that gives me the advantage that gives me a chance against better players so then there's always yeah. that hope that i can like excel to the top because like i'm not just gonna get there naturally and that's that's the boat that most people are in is if we can like just find that one little tweak yeah that we can kind of abuse just to give us a little bit of an edge it makes it a little bit more fun and challenging because if it's purely based be on fun. skill if it's like eventually you'll hit that point and that's why they started doing the trophy inflation shit is because everyone was hitting that oh, point yeah. where they get <laughs> to and then like the skill levels evil out so this like the same people are going to be in the top 1000 the same yep. people are going to be 1000 to 10,000 so they had to like you're not really progressing so now they give you this artificial trophy inflation to make you feel like you're progressing it feels like you're but yeah. like your your global rank is still the same you know your trophy counts higher but you're still you know, whatever. Yeah. I had a friend who came 000. back to the game recently. He hadn't played in like two years. And he sent me he sent me a message and he was like, yeah, I've just started playing again and I've gone up like 2,000 trophies. Am I just really good? And I had to explain to him, it's sort of, it's like when a kid is like really excited about something, but you're like, it's Yeah, lame. versus bubble. I know. So yeah, I know. I had to explain to him like, like, fuck. <laughs> he's, he thought he was vibing. He's like, man, I'm a natural. I'm going to start streaming. You know, he's, he's trying to yeah. gas himself up and you're just like, dude. Trophy inflation, your ass. Yeah. <laughs> You're still mediocre. It's just there. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting strat, and, you know, I, it doesn't hurt them to do. I get why they did it, and I'm glad they did it, but it's I'm just not like. I'm complaining about it. It's good. No, no, no. It's, it's, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take it out, but yeah. it also is important to recognize that it's kind of this fake thing. Yeah. You know? And I think they. Um, I think people playing games in general focus too much on that trophy number because, like, it is just the game, right? Like, mm -hmm. yes, of course, you want higher trophies, and I have a very unpopular opinion on this, but it is literally just a pixel that changes color on a screen. Like, it doesn't actually mean anything unless you oh, get, yeah. like, you know, really high up, and then you get, like, you know, you used to get sponsored accounts and whatnot. But now it's, like, for people who aren't in that top, top bracket, it's, like, whatever. And to me, I think it's more important that the game is fun in lower arenas than it is balanced in lower arenas because people want to have fun playing the game uh, and they also want to climb but if you can have a little bit of both great if everything is perfectly balanced it's a little bit boring and yeah you're going to climb but i'd rather have fun in a game and that's unpopular of me but i think the game if it gets too balanced it loses a little bit of its its quirkiness you know yeah it becomes a little bit more gray you know, just... yeah no I, I totally get it i, I... 100 percent wow. understand that. No one's ever I've never said that to anyone because I know I usually get slaughtered for it, but <laughs> here we are. I'm, I'm, I mean I love slaughtering people and I do it all the time, especially yeah. to my viewers, because fuck those guys. Isn't that right, viewers? <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Uh, yeah. but yes, no, I like slaughtering people. But no, I I understand where you're coming from and I understand both points and I can kind of agree with both points. Yeah. So I'm I'm 
basically as on the fence as you can get with this. So that's super safe play <laughs> for me here. That's rare. You don't get that too often. Wow. Pulling, I, I usually take one or, one or the other. But you pulled on the supercell. Yeah, literally. I'm playing defense right now. I, I yep. hate it. So, all right. So we're at 58 minutes right now. If anyone's still making it this far in the podcast, God bless you. You either have the You're longest right. commute to work possible or no social life, which is very possible now with this illness going on. So, thank you well, for all your love, guys. Um, let's uh, let's wrap up with some closing statements. Is there anything that you want the people to know about? Are you coming out with anything big that you want to promote? You want to plug your socials? It's just this is your time to shine. I was not prepared for this. You know, I know you're not. I've, that's the point. I've, <laughs> I've seen your podcast, and I know you do this. And that's the what. That's the part that's hurting me right now is that uh-huh. I knew that this was coming, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not praying for this." What? One thing I do want to do, right? Are you gonna you're gonna edit this podcast, right? <laughs> you're gonna no. edit this podcast, right? None of it. Can Fuck you do no. a little bit for me? Maybe I don't know why. Right. One thing I really like in podcasts. Is when there's a little bit at the start, which is a few clips, right? And it's oh, like highlights, stuff. yeah. I want to say some controversial stuff that I don't mean, but you can put it at the start. All right, fuck it, let's go. I'll see if yeah? I can edit it. All right, yeah, fire off some hot topics here, and then I'll give some right. gassed up reactions. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna say it like I'm in normal conversation, so I'm not really gonna act it, right? So ignore my plan, uh, scripting drama. But, I like this. All right, let's go. Yeah, Let it yeah, rip. Yeah. All right, Clash Royale content creators, like in my opinion, they're all a little bit cringe. Oh my god, are you are you taking a shot at me? A little bit mainly at you, yes. Oh my right. god, we're gonna have to throw hands. <laughs> um Alright, good. That, that's like a good intro. Yes, just no, I have a few more. I wrote oh, keep, yeah. oh my god, so alright, let's let her rip. Um yeah. So I'm mentioning it again, but your your podcast was KFC Clash, right? My mm-hmm. man said the word ting, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if you know where he is from. He's not from London. He's not from England. That's my thing. And I just want to personally, to him, don't say that word again. Oh my God. KFC, you hear that? That's insane. We got some drama and stirring in the Clash Royale community. We might have to do like a boxing match <laughs> like KSI and yes. Logan Paul. <laughs> Throw the gloves on, baby. All right. What else you got? What else you got? These are clips uh, galore. Yes. Yeah, see? You, you, you're with me. You're with me. Um, I don't know which one I want to use. I'll do one more. One more. Okay. Um, All right. In all honesty, I think out of all of your guests so far, I might be the best player you've had on. In all honesty. As far as talent goes? Yes. Like You're not I wrong. Look at, I look at the guests you've had on and I'm sort of like, eh. And sometimes I look at you and I'm like, do you not know any better players? I, dude, I'm, I'm pulling straws here, man. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> there we go that's it well, man you just know. ended it with the bomb just cook everybody yes yes so i was um i was watching your podcast and they did that on the intro and i was like i could do this um Good attention yeah, grabber. Um, yeah yeah we're probably gone over an hour now but i just want to say like hour and one minute yeah there you go um yeah i don't know just thank thanks for having me on the podcast i really enjoy these i like talking um i'm a huge ex- extrovert so talking to people to me is like the best pastime and especially with all the stuff that's going on in the world where talking to people right now isn't the most accessible thing you know mm-hmm. just i hope people watch this and with that stuff going on it's a little bit like having a conversation that you're, you're just listening into and i hope people enjoyed that far Yes, and people listening, feel free to engage with us on social medias at Rose GG and at I don't know Trey Bola. What, what's your Twitter? T R Ebola Bailey is how I always say it. T R Ebola Bailey. Yeah. All right, there you it, go. I don't yeah. know what the T R is, but yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Does yeah. not matter. Nobody gives a fuck. 
people could just think it's your initials or something. I mean, who, who knows? But yeah, so if any of you guys that were listening have any questions or follow-up thoughts with this uh, with this podcast here, feel free to hit us up. As we said earlier, we check all of our mentions and DMs and shit like that, so we will see it. And as long as you're not a complete asshat, we'll probably reply. So I reply easy to, to engage. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. So you can hit him up with, yeah, yeah. Fire it at, fire everything. We, we don't care. All right. Well, dude, uh, stay on the line here. I, I, I want to end the podcast here, but don't yeah. hang up. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to hit us up on socials. I'll have all of the links in the description of this, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever. So feel free to hit us up. And then last but not least, if you made it this far, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever because that helps out with the algorithm. If you're on YouTube, just drop a like. If you made it this far, you have no idea how much that helps out just getting this this video and this content or this podcast out to other people. So I would appreciate it a million times. Thank you, and I will catch you in the next one. Peace.